Yo. I see my name up in life. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can they you remember your the name. Hey yo, it's Thursday and you know what that means. Welcome to an all new Max Wrestling episode 416. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez, on the brink of a revolution and less than a month away from Mania Week. Oh, well, here we come. Coming up tonight, AEW Revolution predictions. Sami Zayn gets a house show title rematch. New tag team women's champions are crowned on Raw in a confirmation of Brock facing Omas. At WrestleMania has the internet in a tailspin and it's all goddamn Vince's fault. It is. Blame the old man. Um, but before we begin, hit that subscribe button on youtube.com slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you may be listening. And don't forget to visit maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com for all your Max Wrestling needs. Sure. So, um, kicking it off with Rev- a, bit, a bit of a backwards this week. We're kicking it off with AEW before going to WWE. So, uh, uh, Revolution. Yeah, we Revolution is this Sunday. It's weird. AEW have a, has a pay per view on a Sunday. I mean, yeah, uh, we're used to the Saturday shows. Let's just let's keep it funky. Yeah. Does, does, <laughs> that, work, does that work better for me or worse? Because if it's worse, then God damn you, Tony Khan. Damn you. you finally do a Sunday and it's shit. Uh, oh no, it's cool. I'm in late Monday. Fine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. You're like, all right, I appreciate it. Um, but we have eight matches. Okay, not bad. Uh, so what? What's the odds of this one going fucking five hours? Please don't do it, Tony. Oh come on! Just cap it at three hours. It's it's fine. You don't need a super show every pay per view. You sure? Well, sure. I mean, looking at these, I don't see many of them going super super long. Anyway, isn't that what I mean? We do have what they want. Des. We also have an IMM main event, so. Oh, you know, yeah, well, it's an hour in its own there, bud. Right. So that leaves two hours for the rest of the show. If he wants, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's kick it off with a. Don't, hey, don't, way. don't, don't tempt him now. Don't tempt him. <laughs> um, let's kick it off with the acclaimed wet dream, a four-way um, for the tag team titles. The guns defending against the acclaimed Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. This is the fucking worst. Do you hear me? This is the goddamn worst. I'm like, now, granted, I, I'm only going to be mad because you got fucking Jeff Jarrett in there, man. It's Jeff fucking Jarrett. And then the other thing that kills me, um, why couldn't it have been the best friends? Why couldn't huh? it have been the best friends? I understand they got beat up. Why couldn't it have been the best friend? That would have been even... way better. I don't even know why this needs to be a four-way. Just have a rematch with the with the guns and the acclaimed. Because that's exactly who's going to end up winning. One of them two. And if he gives it to Jarrett, dude, I might turn off a $50 show. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, TK. I know you're listening. I know you're watching. Don't do that. Don't do it to me. <laughs> um, Danhausen's pay-per-view debut match, though. To, my, to the best of my knowledge, he hasn't had a pay-per-view match in AEW yet. Not a pre-show? Eh. Yeah, I guess. 
I don't fucking care. I get it. I get it. I get it. And it's a title match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. It's got to be the guns or the acclaimed. Um, I think we've been talking about how the acclaimed have lost momentum since losing the titles and they really didn't need to. So I really hope the titles go back to them. But I also hope that doesn't. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm also hoping for uh, not a heel turn from Billy, which we predicted a couple of times and didn't happen. So it honestly, it makes no sense for it to happen now. You say that and watch it happen because that's right. exactly yeah. my thought process. It's either it's he's going to have to um, interfere in some in some form and fashion. I, I can almost guarantee you he's going to interfere in some form or fashion just because that that's what they feel is going to be the better story. And I mean, I guess whatever. Um, the question is, though, is it he's going to interfere some sort of way? Is That's kind of how I'm seeing it. But is it going to be to beat up his kids or to help his kids? You know what I mean? That's what I mean. I mean, they they attacked him. Mm-hmm. And then since then, they've beat him up a couple of times. So it it really just doesn't make sense to me for him to, to join them now. Like, oh, my kids kicked my ass on multiple occasions, but I'm going to help them win. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to help me. Come on. It doesn't make sense. But then again, somebody in the back is just, come on. We got to do it. It's going to piss off the people. Think of the heat. Somebody's got that heat shit. For, it's probably Pat Buck. Right. It's always Get your Vince hat on. Heat. <laughs> but, if, I mean, a four-way would be no DQ anyway, right? If it's the same rules yes. as a triple threat. Yes. But you would think. <laughs> I mean, it's not elimination, so surely no. a four-way tag would be one fall to a finish, no DQs. That allows some interference, some chicanery. Um, uh, just Sucker. please give it to the acclaimed. Please give it to the back to the acclaimed. Have Billy beat up his own kids. And Assault then, on your children. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And then <laughs> maybe they can reconcile after the match. They'll be like, okay, we were dicks. You proved your point. We're sorry, Dad. Let's hug it out. I, I doubt mean, that's it. Like a I hell doubt of a face it. turn, mad ass, quick, but fucking hey, come on. I've seen crazier shit these days. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to family and wrestling. You're... Seriously. Oh my goodness gracious. Um. All right. We'll keep the other tag match for a little bit later on. Um. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Um. Okay. I don't want to be that guy. I'd be like, I don't want to see ringside. this again, but. I really don't give a shit. I mean, Ricky has to win, right? Sure. Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I'm with you at this point. Either he wins or we riot. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but no, seriously, like, what more is there to do? He's going to, this is his way uh, of putting on a really good match on a, on a big show and ta-da. That's, that's what this is. That's. And that's fine. And that's fine. I'm not. I'm not dogging it. I'm not bagging it. Let's just um, let's get it over with. Mm. Let's let's it, get it over with so we could get on with a actual push from for Ricky Starks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he's obviously been getting that Jericho rub, but I even feel like Jericho's kind of fading a little bit. 
Yeah. Like it, it, plenty of people have had the Jericho rub in AEW, and it doesn't really feel that special mm. this time. I was just gonna say, I was like, yeah, that 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 uh, hey, Jericho's giving you the he's the he's the star maker. It's like it, actually Andrade took a lot of that, and he <laughs> and and that's been it, and that's he's been the man, and I mean, I'm not saying I don't hope Ricky does really well. I'm not saying any of that. I'm simply saying I hope this is an opportunity for him to truly shine. Like, I hope this is a way for, I don't know. I hope both, I hope this works for both guys because I like Chris Jericho being the star maker. I like him being the, uh, the old head, the gatekeeper, if you will. You know what I mean? Not technically yeah. the undertaker. That's Christopher Daniels. You know, I don't care what you say. BTE has made him the undertaker of AEW, but he, it, it, I don't know. It's everybody should go through Jericho. And I don't know, granted, I don't need to see it 45 times. I don't need to see I don't need to see them. Everybody go through the Jericho Appreciate Society. But I do like Jericho, the star maker, continuing on. So I, I hope this helps both guys. But it, yeah, it's got to be Ricky in the end. It has to be. It would make no sense for it to be Jericho. I, th- I think booking Ricky against MJF a few weeks ago for the title was a mistake. Yeah, big time, because then, then I got people thinking that that should be the guy to beat MJF. And even then, I'm saying no. And that's, see, that's the hardest problem. We said it, and I was listening back to last week. We were like, we don't know who the hell we're going to go look at at this main event. I still don't fucking know, and it, it, today's the day, Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, they had just strapped the rocket to Ricky. Yeah. And then, then they put him against MJF, and he's not going to beat MJF, because MJF has only no. just won the title. Plus, he's going to defend it against D-Bry. B-Dry. So, obviously, Ricky has to lose. So, what, what what exactly did we achieve from booking Ricky against MJF so soon? They're little guys. I don't fucking know. I really <clears throat> don't know. That's internet reaction. Um, <laughs> what's the story here? Oh, yeah. What's the story here? <laughs> they're little. They, they're they non-believable. They blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Um, shut the fuck up. Seth Rollins is real little. Kiss my ass. Um... I don't know. I this is one of those things where it's like it's it's supposed to make sense, but it don't make sense. Yeah, there's their reasons are there, but those reasons made sense. It was like, like a he, long he, time ago. He's climbing the ladder, but Jericho kicked him down a couple of notches, so he looked good on the ladder. But now he's got to climb back up again. But that's the thing. It's it's but he gets a big enough crowd reaction where you're like Jericho he doesn't have to climb the ladder. But then he doesn't have to climb the ladder. And, huh? It, what? So it's, uh, what? Ricky is this, he's on an elevator. And he's yet to get off, okay? Because <laughs> he was up with Hobbs, okay? People loved Ricky Starks when him and Hobbs were doing that feud to the point where they thought we were going to do something with Hobbs. And the same thing happened. You know, they're on the they're on the seventh floor. You know, they get to the eighth floor. And, you know, now it's really pushed territory. And somebody says, oh, elevator maintenance. Bing. And down they go. And it's fucking annoying. But and TK's been doing that with a lot of guys, by the way. And it's not yeah. just Ricky, it's not just Hobbs. It's, it's there's a lot of dudes, but honestly, that's a fucking whole entire show on its own. Um, but yeah, it's it's time to 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 reignite. That's a good term, to reignite yeah. said rocket attached to Ricky Starks and allow him to go for something, whether it end up being an MJF or uh 
the winner of the TNT title, or you know, maybe he goes after Joe for the uh, ROH TV title. I don't, whatever. But now is the time to give Ricky some pushing. Yeah, do it. Uh, TK seems to like pushing people to thirty, forty, and then he nev- uh, third and fourth gear, and then never lets him get to fifth gear. Exactly. He's over here redlining. Wonders why he's leaking oil everywhere. <laughs> Um, all right. Speaking of Joe, let's go to that one. Joe and Wardlow's rematch for the TNT title. I, is, uh, now, tell me this isn't going to end of a triple threat. You tell me, and I'm going to call you a liar to your face. Because I really do think it's going to end up a triple threat now. Because after last night, and Hobbs winning the... Um, the fucking wing, the battle with the with the the, the, the face the, of the revolution. There you go, face of the, the revolution. Inflatable donut. I, there you go, thank you, donut. <laughs> I'm like, I keep forgetting the fucking name of the dumb thing. Okay, but anyway, he's got the donut, and <laughs> I'm more than sure he's just gonna like cash in ASAP because it makes no sense to like wait for after the fact. You might as Is well it, get your ass in there now. Didn't they say it's happening next week? Oh, shit! So he's gonna end up facing the winner. Yeah, That's like it, like immediately after on the, the next stupid. dynamite. Um, so then that means Joe retains. You just told me the story. <sighs> it's Hobbs that's gonna beat Joe, not Wardlow, is what you're telling me. Like it, it's weird because the winner of the Face of the Revolution ladder match never goes on to win the title. <laughs> I think it's only happened once. Um, who and also, who was it? Let me take a look at the winners. I'm sure somebody's only won it I'm once. I'm lost, but I'm like, I don't remember anybody winning any jackass thing after it. I remember uh, fucking Brian Cage winning it and just fucking going. Was it Scorpio Sky? Oh, yeah. The CNT, the title? CNT title. Or no, did he, did he end up using it to win the TNT title or did he lose that opportunity and then eventually win the TNT title? Because I think that's what, more of what happened. I'm still trying to figure out why it wasn't on the pay-per-view, because it usually is. It's usually That's on why the... it's called Face of the Revolution. Oh, TK's fucking up the game. So I'm looking at this card uh, while you're looking at that. I'm looking at this card, and, and you said, I hope not five hours, but the main's going to be an hour. This Texas death match going to be at least 30 minutes. No whole bar going to be at least 20 minutes. This six-man tag is going to be at least 30 minutes. Yeah. Triple threat, 20, 20 minutes. Jericho and Stark's probably going to be the only one with the least amount of time. This We're looking at four and a half, baby. I can tell you right now. Four and a half. Um, all right. So, first of all, the, the last two Face of the Revolution ladder matches were at Revolution. They were on the pay-per-view. Um, Scorpio Sky won the first one. Not sure if he went on to win the title right after or if he won it later on. And Wardlow won the last one. So was it Wardlow then? I don't know, because he chased that thing for a while, didn't he? No, wait, that was last March. Yeah. Yeah. Does does Wiki have an aftermath page? Let me see aftermath. Come on, Wiki. That doesn't tell me nothing. Oh, it says Orange Cassidy suffered an arm injury during the ladder match, and he was thrown out of the ring by Keith Lee. That doesn't tell me nothing. That's not aftermath. That's during the match. 
does mean that. Hold on. There's an easier way. List of TNT champions. Hey, all right. Ah, so Wikipedia's yeah. got your back somehow, some way. You just got to spell it out for him. Um, yes, main article. Thank you very much. All right. Where's Scorpio's guy? No, he won it on Dynamite March 9th. Okay. So I think that would have been right after Revolution, yeah. Yep, there you go. And Wardlow won it a couple of months later. So yeah, it must have been Scorpio Sky. He's the only one. Okay, so one guy. One guy. So yeah. Again, I, I, you're telling me the story. Hobbs won oh, it. Oh, wait. Up. Who else won the donut and did something with it? Yeah, yeah. It was two, it was two days after Revolution. Oh, okay. Well, so you to start okay. okay, so again, back. Yeah, no, it, it's. Yeah. <laughs> only one guy has won. The TNT exactly. title after winning the Face of the Revolution, but there's only been three Face of the Revolution ladder matches. But then we've had like poker chips and fuck knows what else. I was going to say, this is not the only inflatable donut or the gimmick, <laughs> I should say, of the inflatable donut. There's been different shapes of said donut. But um, I, I'm, I'm thinking that's what they're going to end up doing. Joe's going to end up winning and Hobbs is going to get the big win the following night on Dynamite when he beats Joe. Uh, TK, you really booked yourself in a corner with this one because... I thought the whole point of this match with Joe and Wardlow was Wardlow's redemption. I thought the whole point of the fucking re- Face of the Revolution match is basically money in the bank. Where you yeah, cash it, it should in work any the same as the poker chip. Because that would make way more goddamn sense. Because then you would have a triple threat. Then if Wardlow gets fucked or he doesn't get pinned or whatever, then it doesn't look bad. And you can keep him in your fucking program and you can try to rebuild him and you can try to do something. But instead, you are quite literally saying you guys are blowing this feud off and it's going to hops. Yeah. Um, booking like the ladder match the same time as the title match, you're going to fuck somebody over. It's either the champion mm-hmm. has to retain so that he can drop it to the ladder match winner or the new champion gets fucked over because they're going to drop it to the ladder match winner or the ladder match winner is going to get fucked over because they want it for nothing. Bingo, bango, bing, bango. But uh, you won Booker of the Year, my nigga. Like, how you win Booker of the Year, my guy? Like, come on, player. I'm gonna go with Wardlow, and then he doesn't drop it to Hobbs, but they have another match later on. Maybe Joe interferes in the title match or something. I don't know. God, that's fortuitous. (laughs) That is fortuitous as all hell. And dear God, I'm hoping for it. But, um, what DC say Jack. himself last week? He's a he's a, a narcissistic bastard. And I'm just I guess I'm gonna pull a DC right now. I'm sticking with Joe because I think that that's gonna be your story. I, if you let Hobbs lose after winning this fucking thing, I swear to God, you are you don't want to build stars. TK does not want to build stars. And if that's the case, you are the writing is on the wall for you know for some shit to go down. The the only way I can see Wardlow coming out of this looking good with Joe retaining is if somebody costs Wardlow the match. But who's he feud with? Darby? Again? I mean, I think it would have to be a big heel, but like... Who else hates Joe? The only real big heels you've got right now is MJF and Joe. Maybe Christian Cage. But that's where I'm like... But is Christian Cage going to go after Wardlow? Maybe. 
be? Ugh, no. I don't see. This is the fucking problem. You're absolutely right. There's nobody to go after Wardlow. He'd be right back on his spit, killing fucking nerds as the TNT champion. And it's what is that going to do for the belt? It's not going to do anything for the belt. I don't know. Uh, well, there we go. We, we, we split on that one. Um, let's right. stick with Christian Cage. And he's up against Jungle Boy. Finally, Fuck. in a no holds barred match. But I, I like it. Like we've been saying, it feels like a couple of months too late. But it can't be helped with Christian's injury. Um, that was just terrible timing. Yeah, fucking a, goddamn you old bastard. Um, so I hope that they can make it worth the while that we've had to wait Same. for this feud to finally get the blow off. Well, okay, so remember that time you guys would always talk about TNA and how it was like really cool and da 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 da. Well, I was uh, I forgot what the fuck I was doing. I think we had the Monday off or whatever, and I was doing laundry to be the you know to be the good husband. And uh, we have a thing on here, Pluto TV, basically free television. Yeah, we got that. Okay, so you got Pluto. So you know Impact has its own fucking channel, right? Yeah, but Impact isn't on the UK version of Pluto. <laughs> Damn them. Okay, I don't well, think it is, it is anyway. It is. For, well, you might want to double check that shit. Well, it is for us. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to throw it on. I was apparently watching like primetime TNA where there's Christian Cage and there's uh, Tyson Tomko and... Uh, Kurt Angle had just shown up and he had just won the world championship. And I was uh, maybe like 05, 06 ish, I think. I think when it was, I was captivated. I was captivated. Fucking Christian with his weird blonde hair. That fucking threw me way off. Oh my God. But uh, I mean, it, it was interesting to see. And I'm just like, I'm starting, it, it made me really start to think to myself, like, dude, fucking Christian Cage is really fucking good. Christian, period, is good. I was not at any point uh, 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 during my days of always bagging on him and being edging Christian. Did I ever think he was going to actually be good? And again, I get to you watch him outside the E and fuck. What do you know? Uh, I want to shit on him. All the, I, I do. I think him and Jack are going to be, it's going to be really good. I think this is going to show. It's good. First off, you're going to be able to, uh, um, what's the fucking word? Uh, hide a lot of shit. In a no-holds-barred match. Like, if Christian's still in recovery mode, we're going to know because they're doing a lot of chicanery bullshit. You know what I mean? They're just yeah. fucking each other up for the sake of fucking each other up. And, and I, because of that, I don't see any real reason for Christian to win at all. Like, you've got... This is another one of those instances of, are you really here to build stars, or do you just really... Really, or are the E drones right, and your and TK only wants former E guys so he can book them better. Because so far he's really not. Let's keep that honest. He's really not. But this is a perfect opportunity to give Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I had to say the whole stupid name like I'm goddamn Jim Ross. I mean, that's um, his name now. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin. It really is. So it's <laughs> you got to kind of say the whole fucking thing. <laughs> but this is a perfect opportunity for him to get a quality win. On a pay-per-view Hopefully leading To something more We have a plethora of fucking Titles that he could go after If not the TNT have him go after The All-Atlantic Nobody's beaten Orange yet I could absolutely definitely see Jungle Beat fucking Orange and I think that would be a, A smooth enough transition That nobody would be so mad that Orange lost Yeah Um 
So double checking, <clears throat> um, Impact is not on Pluto in the UK. It is on a streaming service that I've never heard of called DAZN. Oh, it's fucking DAZN. Yeah, I, I had no idea we had it over here. Um, but you get you, it, Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I swear to God, we covered DAZN. <clears throat> like a year and a half ago, like two years ago. I think, I think they signed a year ago. Um, it's like nine ninety nine a month. You get Impact the day after it airs in the U.S. I think you get the pay-per-views yeah, included. DAZN got huge because they were the 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 alternative fighting uh, the channel, if you will, because you had all the all the big boxing matches. Supposedly, it was mainly just the Canelo matches, I believe. Um, you had one fighting, which one fighting is like UFC on cra- uh, not on crack on steroids, and it's fucking awesome. Like there's a couple fighters in there, dude. They're they're gnarly, gnarly. There's some Muay Thai fighter. The guy is like five foot one. I kid you not, Dad. Dude's like five foot one. He eats he eats people's shots for breakfast. This dude will sit there. People will unload on him, and he'd be like, "Yeah," and start hitting himself, and then start whipping ass. And I'm like, "What the hell am I watching?" It's fantastic stuff. One fighting's got uh, a whole lot of promotion here. I mean, it's not bad, but I mean, if you're paying nine 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 a month, I'd expect it to be live, not. 24 yeah, hours later. Live. God damn it. That's always been Impact's problem. They've never managed to get anything live. Well, who are they on the right now? Who is their regular? Are they, it, well, not, are they still Access? I, yeah, I think Access TV, yeah. You know how much of a pain in the ass it is to get access to Access? Shit ain't cheap, motherfucker. No. And neither is this by the looks of it. I mean, Eh, it's pretty average, actually. Nine, I nine, mean, nine. but yeah, but at the same time, I'm not like a big boxing fan, and if I'm not falling in love yeah. with one, you know what I mean? It's you have to think about it in a niche kind of a way. If, if I'm you only were a in this big sports one, fan, then yeah, yeah. If I'm only in this shit for one goddamn bitch, I'm in this for Impact Wrestling. That's it. Yeah, I'm not paying no goddamn ten dollars. That's this a lot is, of money. This is why we don't have the sports package for like Sky Sports because I don't really give a shit about anything else, and I'm not paying. Shit, what is it, like thirty-five pound extra a month? Just oh for Sky hell sports? no! For what? Just for, for sports? For seven sports news channels? For for <laughs> for the golf network? For for four football matches you're never gonna watch? Oh my lord! I can yeah. see it now because it's the most, same shit with us. We get most, like college football. I don't give a fuck about college football like that. Like I do and I don't. Like most of Premier Leagues, I'm like BT Sport now, so that's extra. I bet it is. <laughs> I could just charge you out the ass over there. Sports rinses people dry. Jiminy, you're telling me, Jack. Um, but back to AEW. Um, where were we? Oh, Christian and Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, again, it, it feels like we waited too long for it. Yeah. And now it feels like Jungle Boy has to win, but it means a little bit less now because... It means a lot of bit less, bro. Sorry, I can't. I can't be the. I can't be the positive Peter. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. Peter, the total, the total fucking school guy in me. Um, it's just it's, and damn him for getting hurt. It's like if he didn't get hurt, this could have been a great feud. Let's keep it honest. It was hot. You know what I mean? We were wanting it. It was all good. You know, fucking uh, um, goddamn Luchasaurus was around for it, and now it's it's been it's, it's like drinking flat soda. Yeah, it's been out in the sun too long. Exactly. Um, but they could have done more with Luchasaurus. I think he got injured too, though, unfortunately. Yeah, again. 
poor guy. Every time I so turned around, he was getting hurt. Christian got injured, and they were like, okay, we could just fill the time with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. They had the one match. I think Luchasaurus got injured, and it's like, shit, what do we do now? Christian's still fucked. And they fucking basically kept Jungle Boy off television. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he had a couple of matches here and there that meant not a lot, but... And fuck all. <laughs> yep. Tis what it is. But, uh... Unfortunately, it's a little bit late for the payoff. The Jungle Boys. There's a tag team now called Jungle Boys. The Jungle. <laughs> um, where are we? Where we got left? Uh, let's do the women's triple threat. Um, Jamie Hayter defending against Soraya and Ruby Soho. Okay, I am so. I'm not. I'm not conflicted. My brain immediately goes to like 1998. And I am immediately in NWO land with this entire storyline. I really feel like we they could be having like a really good match for like the first like 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden, Saray does like, does the old Jake Paul glove move. Hey, I'm going to knock you out or something. Bullshit does something. And then that's when Soho decides, okay, cool. I'm team WWE fucking they beat the shit out of hater. And then she lays down for Saray and. She's your whole Hogan. I just have such a bad feeling that this is what's going to happen. Otherwise, you you leave it to Hater. You keep Hater the champion because there's no point. There's no point of giving like Ruby is and 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 to my into the Ruby fans listening and watching. I'm sorry. Please don't get upset at me. Um, she's not AEW Women's Championship material. Sorry, that's my opinion. Um, honestly, honest to God, I think she should be TBS champ. I think, I think the Jade. I think I said it last week. I think Jade should should be the next in line. You know, fucking, you know, get to the Gods Championship, turn in the TBS to take, you know, to get a shot, and then let fucking Ruby win like a fucking women's battle royal and become TBS champ. I think that would be excellent. I think that right there would be excellent because then you have Ruby being able to work with the lower end people and the higher end people. And have gold on around her way. So it's 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 a uh, it's nice, but she's not the the uh, um the what's the uh, terminology he she she's not the final boss. You know what I mean? Because I don't yeah. I can't to me. And again, maybe give it time. Right now, right now she's just not a believable women's number one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean she uh, came in with all this hype and all this momentum, and it mm-hmm. kind of went down pretty quickly. Fast, super um, fast. But how we were saying that TK likes to, um, you know, book himself into a corner. Very same thing with title matches. He likes to book newish champions into feuds where it looks like the challenger is ready and is next in line. But then that's kind of fucking over the champion for having a short reign. Same thing mm-hmm. with Jamie Hayter. She's she's hot as hell right now on her run as women's champion. Um, I think it would be too soon for her to drop it to anybody right now, but at the same time, you've yeah. got Soraya kind of primed to grab a quick title run, and Ruby's been waiting around for when the hell did she debut? Like last year, sometime. Sometime last year, I, I can't. <laughs> um, she's been around though. I could also see a Ruby heel turn, so there's plenty of different ways this one could go. Yeah, but I don't want to see Jamie drop that title yet, so. I'm with you. I, really I just, there's, know. 
unless we get a literal remaking of the finger punk of doom and like we give it to saray that's the only option that's my only option b for this match otherwise yeah it has to be hater she's too strong she's too powerful she's too over you have to continue to book the hot hand your hottest hand in your women's division is your women's champion lucky for you She's so over, she's drowning out the fucking lady that ran your whole division forever, being Britt Baker. I mean, now, granted, she's probably um, purposely taking a seat back, which is perfectly fine. I have no, you know, no qualms about it. But this is Jamie Hayter's world, baby. We're living in it. And I like it. Yeah. Or does it feel to us like these title reigns are shorter than they actually are because we have to wait a few months for pay-per-views? Because Jamie's been champion since November. And so it's just That's over a hundred days, which is pretty much average, really, That's for a AEW women's title. Uh, Nyla had yeah. it for 101. Riho was 133. Uh, Thunder Rosa was well, TK, almost 180, which was too long because she was TK injured. was, or not say was TK is, or has shown signs of booking the hot hands. Yeah, and if you're hot, I'm gonna keep you going. And you're going to tell me that, that Jamie Hayter's not hot? You're going to tell me that Jamie Hayter's not garnering, garnering you attention to your women's division, whether she's wrestling, talking, anything. You're telling me she's not that person. You're full of shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Soraya can't be, and, and heaven forbid, but let's keep it funky here. She can't do everything that she wants to do in the ring. That is going to hinder your women's champion. There, not everybody is going to be able to carry your women's champion. And your women's champion, if it turned out to be Saraya, can't carry everyone. So this isn't, you know, it's, if this was, how long ago that broad get hurt? Nine years, eight, like five years ago, six years ago? I want to say 2017. Okay, if I, yeah, exactly. This was 2012 for to quote Amir. 2012. If this was 2012, uh, Soraya Page, whatever. All right, I'm down. You know, fucking make her champ. She's hot as a bitch. Da, 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 da. Make it happen. But it's not. It's not. This is, I came out of retirement to hopefully continue my career, to hopefully put on some good matches. Don't just crown her because she's a face. Or, no, no, pause. Let me stop myself. Because she's a recognizable face. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do not appease the casuals for bullshit reasons in hopes of garnering ratings when you know hot damn well she ain't garnering jackass shit. Nothing. Like, I think Jamie could hold on to it for one more pay-per-view because it's been... Three, well, I mean, almost four months since well, she won the title, since the last well, paper. the big one's double or nothing, yeah? Yeah, and that's only two months away, so I think exactly. there's a shorter gap between these next two pay-per-views. So then that's, yeah, no, I'm a million with you. That makes a bazillion more sense. You have her wait to the big show in Vegas, hopefully it's in Vegas, and, you know, then that's, that's the move to make. You know, whether it be, uh, you know, a hater and, and a Jade or hater and Britt Baker, you know, whatever they hopefully it's not hater and Britt Baker. I, I want him to literally have that feud happen without the title in sight, without it in sight. Have hater lose it and blame Baker for all I give a shit. Have that how it starts. Do that. Do not. I can't 
stress this enough, and it's not because I, I, I don't want Britt Baker as champion again. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want it right now. I literally think the next person to win that belt has to be Jade. There is nobody. You can't bring in nobody right now that should win that belt right now more than Jade. You can bring in fucking Mercedes Monet, Monet, whatever the fuck broad name be. I don't give a shit. She doesn't need it. You can bring in fucking uh, Kyrie. She doesn't need to win the shit. It doesn't matter who you brought, who you bring in. No, your next women's champion has to be Jade Cargill. Has to be. Who is absent from this pay per view too? Which is fucking bullshit. You have a star. She is Goldberg, but a good one. She literally went from not knowing this business to she's a star on of this business. In 50 mat 51 matches, 50 matches. I think it's 52. 52. Okay, 52 matches. How long did Goldberg's streak go? 170 plus? I mean, granted, it was fudged to all fucking holy shit. Uh two years? Okay, so okay, a two-year reign of going undefeated. And during that time, he slaughtered the shit out of people. Most of his matches didn't go longer than five minutes. Most of hers have. And they had house shows. Exactly. And she's not. So all of her stuff has been in front of big live crowds. It has been longer than five-minute matches, every single one of them. And believe it or not, they've gotten slightly better every single time. And she's an above-average wrestler, but an... An excellent star per period. She's got the look. She's got the mic skills. She's got the persona. She's got the the charisma that I could make up fucking words to te- to say about her that, that she is. She is it all, bud. She is it all. She's she's be- for those e fans out there that are still that don't still can't get it about Jaden. Now maybe I'm being over the top. She's Bianca, but can wrestle better. That makes sense. Oh, you froze. 19, I want to say. There you go. We've gone from this girl is greed as fuck. There's no talent there. I don't want to see her on TV to shit. She's a fucking superstar. Superstar. She was all body to superstar. Um. So final predictions on the women's title. I'm going to go with Jamie to retain. And then a heel turn from Ruby at the end of the match. And then we move on to double or nothing. Let's go with that. That's a bold prediction. I like that one, though. I can absolutely see that. I would rather this turn of of Ruby joining the fucking E-Ladies after the match. Lose and get pissed off. You know? Ruby's heel turn makes a lot more sense than Soraya and Tony's does. Because I I still don't know why they turned heel. But Ruby's like, my booking's been shit. Yeah. That's, see, she's got literal reasons of doing it. You know what I mean? I might as well side with these broads for this reason so I can take over. And it's like, all right. That's what they should call yeah. themselves, take over. Like, Ruby can literally go on TV and say, TK hired me and did absolutely fuck all with me in favor of these girls. Mm-hmm. But Soraya and Tony can't really make that claim, so I don't, I don't know why they've turned heel. But it makes sense for Ruby. Because we want to spray paint people. Because because TK was watching uh, uh, the NWO and thought, fuck it, let's bring it back. <laughs> I swear to God, 
And I'm telling you, dude, he had to do with ripping lines one day and he was scrolling through Peacock and he was like, eh, fucking, I'll rewatch the goddamn Monday Night Wars. This is what we're having. And NWO used spray paint and DX did too. Green spray oh, paint. Perfect. We should, should do the light green spray paint. No. Um. All right, let's go six man tag team titles. The Elite versus the House of Black. Oh, um, it's rolling already. Was was this only like booked like just last night after the attack, or has this, this been set in stone for a while? Sl- it has been slowly building towards this. I, I want to say it's been like this is like week three at the most. But for the fucking schmarks at home, it's fucking been like two years in the making. Okay. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers have been clamoring for this bitch. And I'm one of them because this thing is going to be hot as fuck. This is a PWG match. I swear to God. This is as PWG as you can get because all fucking six of these nerds at one point of time have actually wrestled each other, if not probably all in this exact fashion, in PWG. So the question is, do you do you keep... The elite as champs because they are the elite, or do you finally give the House of Black some fucking appreciation, love, and give them the trios titles? And here's the benefit. Are you ready for the benefit? You know how lackluster this tag team title four-way shit is and how real ram around it is? Imagine throwing the bucks back in the fucking tag picture. We all think about the who's gonna be the guy to beat MJF, who's gonna be the guy to possibly beat B Dry. What happens when you start throwing a guy named Kenny Omega back in the mix? Now's the time. I hope I, they throw I, Kenny Omega back in the, in the mix just to squash these rumors. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's keep it honest here. Um, to, to, to break down that whole thing, so I've gotten, I guess, the full blunt of it from, from Uncle Dave. His contract is currently on extension due to his injury. To my knowledge, I believe it is up in... November, I believe is what he had said, was in November. So if that ends up happening, granted, he wouldn't probably debut till January anyway, you know, 90 days. And he'd be 40 then. Exactly. How old was AJ when he went to WWE? I think he's not only just turned 40, so. Yeah, he was in his 30s. Late 30s. Exactly. And he was coming off of a New Japan run. So he was coming off of being on the other side of the pond, not on the other side of the television. Okay. So with that being said, and I've, and we made this exact point last week. Uh, the guy was in deep South wrestling, which turned into OVW. He worked with dusty Rhodes. He worked with Jim Cornette. He worked with all those guys while they were all in the E they, you know, they liked his stuff. They, whatever he felt there wasn't anything for him. Kenny felt that Tyson Smith felt that, that there was nothing more for him and that he was, he wasn't going to go very far in this company. So he decided I'm going to bounce. And when he did so, that's when he decided to do his travels in, uh, in Canada and Japan and doing all that stuff. That's when he ran around as a fucking junior. He ended up being, you know, looked at during, um, during his junior run before the bullet club got looked at again with the bullet club looked at again when the elite left new Japan and now all of a sudden that Papa H is running the show. People want this guy. People want that guy. People want this guy. And you know what? Hey, under Papa H 
let's fucking ride. You know what I mean? Thumbs up over here. I'll fuck with it a little bit. Do I, you know, do I, would I have hated Kenny to leave? Absolutely. But hey, if Papa H has a plan, you know, fuck it. Let the guy go get paid. I've said that about everybody. Go get paid. Because that's, yeah. to me, that's what the E offers the most of. You're not going to get the best matches ever. You're not going to get the most biggest fan base ever. But you're going to get fucking paid. And that's what all these cats deserve. They deserve a lot of bread in the, in the bank. Okay? So that's what they deserve. But let's keep it funky. He's going to be 40. He went through one of the gnarliest periods of his career injury-wise where he had Virgo, vertigo the whole nine yards. The guy just came back not five, six months ago. You really think he's going to go and work an e-schedule to be <clears throat> jobbed out to, to Boog, to the Boogs, my man, Boogs, Rick Boogs, you know, and bullshit like that, or to be the fucking star of NXT and make fucking, what, $85,000 a year, maybe $100,000 a year? What, yeah. How does, think about it business-wise. How does that make sense? It's not a, oh, well, you know, accomplishments. And not everybody has to have those accomplishments. Sting never went to the WWE. Sting never went. We're talking about the legendary Sting, the icon Sting, the guy that remade TNA after leaving WCW, or helped, I should say. The guy who shocked the world when he showed up back in AEW, a 60-year-old dude who was wrestling at a good rate in AEW. Decided to never go to the WWE, even with a dream match with The Undertaker. So why in the fuck, at 40 years old, with all of his accomplishments and whatever more he still has left <clears> on the table, why would he go and flounder himself in a different company for a paycheck? That, that is that he could easily be made through merch money, video game money, and God only knows what else because they're, they're – keep remembering this, people, AEW is only in year three. And look what happened when Sting did go to WWE. Oh, that's right. No, sorry. I'm over here. Put my mouth, put in my mouth because we'll think, okay. You're I mean, he never percent. decided to go in his prime. Okay. He never decided to go in his prime. And yeah, when he did go, it was a gigantic thing for the fans and it lasted three months. Yeah. Survivor series to mania. And then maybe to match with Seth a little bit later on. I mean, and then yeah, we could go into the, Oh God damn. It's all Seth's fault, but it's did it. It did the second he got there, he knew he was going to be fumbled and bumbled. And that's what ended up happening. He got fumbled and bumbled. He got, you know, um, he got told, don't worry about it. You know, oh, you're going to take on this dude. And he lost to fucking Triple H at WrestleMania, for fuck's sake. How is that your first match in the company? The whole end, pretty much the whole, the whole, a quarter of the NWO come out. Uh, 16th, my apologies. The 16th of the NWO come out. <laughs> To be alongside the Stinger, by the way, which was really... The whole of DX came out, though. Yeah, all of DX, every single one of the bastards. And you lose on the biggest show of the year. And you're just supposed to kind of go on and just be this icon? I lost at Mania to fucking Triple H. An aging Triple H at that. A super aging Triple H at the time. Oh, my God. But that was my... That's my thing. It was... It was so bad. So if, if the icon Sting, the icon Sting is going to have a fucking below mediocre run in the E, what, again, what makes you think Kenny wants it? And then again, as I posted up on fucking Facebook, Omos and Lesnar is confirmedly pushed by fucking Vince. So the writing is on the wall. The old man is back. Nobody wants to go now. Nobody. 
Kenny would never get booked like AJ. Um, oh, hell no. See, that, I love that comparison. He would never be booked like AJ. Never. I mean, as good as Kenny is, AJ is, I think it's fair to say, much more versatile. Yes. Like, he can literally switch to any style, and he can easily slip into WWE style, which he has done. Kenny is very different. Yeah. Which also makes you think about how Jay White could could or couldn't transition in the E because of the same yeah. exact thing. It's a lot different in the way they get over in Japan than they do here. Okay, let's you got to keep that number one. And yeah, it works for the AEW fans because we like professional wrestling. There's not a lot of fans of the E that likes pro wrestling. They like sports entertainment. No hard. So as far as the six, the trios title goes, um, Tell me I, I think to give it to House of Black. Yep. I think the Elite have done enough with it for two runs. Like the first run was, eh, snipped yeah. a little early due to controversy. But yes. if this had been one continuous reign, I think they've done enough for now. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and like they've pretty much been in the trio's title picture the whole time, other than the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I think it's time to give it to the House of Black and then feud with somebody else over the trio's titles. Oh, there's plenty of trios to go after now, and then especially with the House of Black, did yeah, plenty of time. Make it happen. Come on with it. Plus, if I'm like daydreaming here and rumors are to be realized and we do get punk and or cmftr then there's your next feud for the elite perfect i mean yeah that doesn't have to be for belts no. and no way does that have to be for belts no and the story's does, already written for that one yeah exactly and if it does guess what kenny omega and them lose i'm sorry it's 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 uh it's one of those things what they call writing on the wall oh can you imagine that, though, if the Elite do retain against House of Black and they're celebrating and you just no. say, Shh, Shh. I mean, yes, I can see it. And yeah, I would pop. And yeah, I would this. and Yeah, I would that. But then I keep going back to why are you fucking over the House of Black? Yeah, that's where I keep going back to. Again, so, booking himself into a corner. It, so you really are. And that's the problem. But see, that's. But that's also where the where the fun comes in because it's not like it's not like the elite need the belt. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. need them. So it could easily be one of those things where it's like um, they're trying to be like the best friends and console each other. Oh, it's okay, guys. It's all right that we lost. And as they're trying to have their moment, then that's when asshole punk and FTR show back up. And it's like, okay, well, they're obviously the heels. These guys are trying to have a moment, you motherfuckers. And you could build it off of that. Is it as good? No, because everybody wants gold, but <laughs> too fucking bad. Can't um, always get what you want. All right, we got two matches left. Mox and Hangman, Texas Deathmatch. Uh, everybody's going to lose their shit over Mox bleeding. Yes, it's he a bled Texas Deathmatch. everywhere. I, I feel so bad for the custodial staff over at fucking whatever goddamn uh, stadium or arena they were. This fucking cat is leaking fucking blood like a goddamn 70s car leaking oil down a fucking street. He's talking and the thing's spewing out. I'm waiting for it to fucking squirt at the camera. I'm just like, is there is there like a button? Does somebody have like a button attached to his head to make it fucking flow better? Or is he just, he knows how to push it out? 
I don't know what's going on. It got so bad. He's talking like this because there's so much fucking blood inside. Right. Yeah. Health insurance. Yeah. It's John Moxley. Hello. What do you mean you got Hello? What do you mean they tripled it? <laughs> Renee, <laughs> take my. You got to put it in your name. I. We keep saying this. Give that man his vacation. This or is at it? least put him in a feud where he doesn't have to bleed after this one. I mean, oh. I defended him bleeding all the time the other week, but, you know, we don't need to see any more blood after a Texas death match. I was just going to say, I was like, you mean after that interview? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this goddamn brother. <laughs> but I mean, just... no, there, this this ring is going to be the red. fucking gnarliest color of red and sweat that you've ever fucking seen. This is going to be... This is going to fucking uh, violate every goddamn health code violation there's ever a goddamn been. But it's got to be Hangman. It has to be. And it has to be simply because John needs a break. I, yeah. I And I'm with you. I love John. Bleed everywhere, playboy. I don't give a damn. But you need a break. We need a break. We need a break. From you. Let's, let's, let's be honest. It's not you. It's me. And Okay, who am I kidding? It's you. I need a break. I need you to go on vacation. I need you to spend some time with your with your newborn or, you know, your child because they're no longer as newborn as you think. You know, and I need you to go enjoy some life outside of the ring. You know, I need you to not gig in a restaurant. That'd be fantastic. You know, I don't need to hear about John Moxley saying, oh, these pancakes are done wrong. I'm just fucking, you know, don't do that. Um, yeah, no, he needs a break. Uh, time to re- you know, re-push Hangman. Re-push Hangman as the fucking tough guy. As the guy that beat John Moxley, he's the new tough guy of AEW. He's the uh, the Ishii, if you will. Yeah, um, I just don't know yeah. what else to do except give Hang uh, give Mox his time off. Yeah, dude, that's all we can do, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, like in talk shows, when they bring out the red carpet, you're not going to need the red carpet. No, just make sure you guys have a new canvas. Don't like, like roll a new canvas over that canvas and just be like, all right. Maybe we're just more accustomed to blood because like we grew up with like ECW and the Attitude Era and whatnot. But yeah, people seem to complain a lot about Mox bleeding. And I'm just like, I don't care. But okay, so I, 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 and I know we've had this whole conversation like 12 times and that's fine. I'll have it every fucking single time. The reality is, is the thing that people, here's the, okay. In professional wrestling, you are portraying a fight. Okay. Just like you do in movies, just like they do on television, you're portraying a fight. And in order to bring some realism to that feeling, a lot of times people decide to bleed. And yes, there can absolutely be an excess of blood. I can a thousand percent agree with you. There can absolutely be an excess of blood, but that comes with the territory. You know what I mean? It's, um, if you were doing like a Broadway show, now heaven forbid they're never doing this, they're doing blood packs and all this other fun stuff. You know, and now I can hear all those dirt drones. Now you could do it deep. And deep. I don't care. This is pro wrestling, baby. We do shit the hard way. Okay. I, I could, you know, they, you could gig on a live fucking, you know, on a show like, Oh, well, this guy died. And Oh, look at this blood capsule into this. Or he fucking really decides to be fucking hard ass and cut himself for real. Whatever. It's this would happen in the real McDeal. This is what's going to bring you the idea of this is for real. And on top of that, let's keep it let's keep it honest here. If if you got slammed with a chair and and put barbed wire to your head and you know 
the blood's rushing to you and you're you've literally well okay and here's the other fun part that a lot of people don't get about pro wrestling while you're cut whether they be little whether they be big whatever you're getting hit whether you know it being a glancing blow or whatever that cut will continue to open because your skin you know it, it does that and here's the other thing we have this thing called the heart and it beats right and when it beats it means that it's pumping blood through are things called the veins right there's veins all over the place and the harder you work especially when you're running ropes and you're hitting dudes and you're doing this and you're doing that your part is pumping that so guess what that blood's gonna fucking flow it's not gonna be like hey hey it's an excess it's an excess and out comes doc samson and and staples your fucking head shut no that's not how it's gonna go it, this is just what it is there's like for those people that willingly sign up to go to deathmatch wrestling you are willingly signing up for a john moxley match if dean ambrose could have gigged in the e he would have that's the one thing you motherfuckers need to understand if they were down for blood like that in the e it would have been dean no problem yeah and i i just keep thinking about think about like the wwe video games if you switch yes. on the blood, how easy is it to bleed? Like oh, you, you take it's one chair shot. You do six or seven high impact moves to the head, and it all it takes is one DDT, and always oh, bleeding. I mean, hell, you can go back as far as I pulled out the N64 control uh, <laughs> last week. You can go far back <laughs> as those games. I remember vividly <clears throat> playing uh, WCW NWO World Tour, and if you continuously attack the guy's head for so long. They would bleed. No chair shots, no throwing them into the post, no nothing. You could just be beating on them, and they would eventually bleed. Because it's simulation of a fight. You're going yeah. to bleed at some point. Realistically, you go out there and do the things that they do, and you, you don't pull your punches, you don't you know protect the yeah. moves, you're going to fucking bleed. And there, let's keep it honest. There's not as many pulled punches as much as it used to be. There's a lot. It, it's a lot stiffer. The sport has gotten stiffer. I blame Japan, and I also thank yeah. Japan. But, but they've also now kind of been more open about fists have to be open in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So then that helps you with your, you know, fucking the, the, the glancing blows that make them look real. But then you see everybody throwing these goddamn forearms. You can't, <laughs> you can't fake that shit, baby. Oh, fucking no, Brock and Randy. Oh, I fucking still see, like, the visual of it. When he turns over and it just fucking dumps on the ground. It's like... Ugh. That was nasty. Um, but I'm with you. Hangman for the win. Give Marks a break. We keep saying this every fucking pay-per-view. TK, give the man a break. Send him on vacation, please. Uh, and then main events. It's uh, it's decision time. MJF <laughs> defending against B-Dry in a 60-minute want... Ironman match. Now, on paper, I would easily say... Brian Danielson can outlast MJF, but I mean, I don't think MJF's ever really been tested in a in a sixty minute match. We yeah. don't know if he can go to distance. Maybe he can. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the question right now. It's not about what can B Dry do. It's about how long can MJF last. And it is an Iron Man match, and I believe Iron Man matches it means no DQ. Uh, it depends. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Um, well, because like, you get DQ, you lose a point. Oh, okay. Well, I was about to say, oh, that's right. Yeah, the point thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, I forgot about the point system for a minute. Um, it's, uh, 
Well, then, hey, I could absolutely see it go down like some cool way like that. Just to, so if MJF can get an upper hand and, and do this and do that. I, I, I This is hard because, yeah. again, you have a guy who, who is literally emulating his WWE run right now. Quite literally emulating his WWE run minus the triple threat factor. And then you have a guy who is single-handedly being become the face of your company, whether you like it or not, has taken social media by storm with your company's name attached to it, and has become a pop culture phenomenon. Does all that sound familiar? Because mm-hmm. uh, that was B-Drive back in the WrestleMania 30. So it's like, it's like looking in a mirror, goddammit. So it's this is why it's so fucking hard because it's you have a guy. It's like you know, hey, he he needs something. He needs something. He is undeniably great, and he needs something. And then you look at the other half, and we're like, well, dude, you're like the second coming. So what the fuck? And again, it, we've said this up and down the card. You're booking yourself in the corner. <sighs> this is. I don't want to say this is booking yourself in a corner, but it, it, it somebody has to win. Yeah. Somebody has to win this one. There, There is no... I mean, it could also be a draw, and MJF retains in that case, but at the same time... You can't push this anymore, and, and the draw means you're pushing it. He, it somebody has to lose. I, mean, could s- I could see MJF going heel and just throwing away some DQs t- just to beat down B-Dry and then win him back. I could absolutely. I was saying the exact same thing. I could see him like knock him out with the ring, and then oh, that's a point away. Okay, whatever. Pick him up, throw him against the ropes, hit a clothesline, pin him. You know, or make him tap out all of a sudden. Something. But I mean, I could absolutely see um, MJF using the 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 DQ point system or whatever the point system, if you will, just to just to to beat the shit out of B Dry and then come back. Yeah, but then again, that that could this could also be a thing where it shows the heart of Brian Danielson. It shows you why this guy was so fucking loved in the E and every other company he's been in. But it's like, are you are you really going to take away this belt from MJ? You see how hard this is. Right. You can make a case for both guys, but the second you do, it there's the the case comes right back. But what now with B Dry? Does this mean he goes away? Is B Dry done? You know, is what's the what's the end goal? You know, if MJF loses, how quick can he come back from it? <clears throat> you know, it's there's shit like that. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm well, just I'm at a loss. We're in the same place as Tony Storm, uh, not Tony Storm, Jamie Hader, because she and MJF won the titles on the same night, so he's only had it for just over a hundred days too. And I've seen people say he hasn't really done much as world champion, but, I mean, this feud with B-Dry has been great. He hasn't done much as world champion, yet every single week he's cutting a promo, garnering regular news attention, taking social media by storm, yet he's doing nothing with this belt. Elevation of titles does not come only between those ropes. It doesn't come only... On that microphone. It doesn't only come when AEW is on television. 
you have to carry yourself as a world champion does. Ask Ric Flair. Maybe he lived the gimmick. MJF living the gimmick. And that's what makes this hard. Uh. We, we've seen MJF start to use his new submission finisher quite a lot more recently. Which yeah, he has. I can see that how how this match could end in in submission. Like BJ is obviously a submission wrestler. Um, ah, jeez. Okay, all right. I'm uh, I'm gonna do this, and there's only because I'm going to I'm gonna ride with the rumor mill. And the rumor mill is is B-Dry is saying that uh, there's about a 33% chance Tony Khan's going to let him do the G1. If Tony Khan is fucking smart, and sometimes he is and a lot of times he's not, if he's fucking smart, MJ, uh, uh, Brian Danielson will not be the only AEW wrestler in the G1 Climax Tournament. And because of that, MJF has to win. You cannot allow your AEW world champion to be in one of the most grueling tournaments in all of pro wrestling and lose. And lose from time to time. You can't do it. Cannot do it. Sorry. Just can't be done. And because of that, I don't mind him just being in the tournament to be in the tournament. So I'm down with that. And because of that, I I think you keep it on MJF. And maybe... Just maybe this leads to the new savior of the company, the guy that had saved the company from the get-go, the man they call, by God, Kenny Omega. I've just got this image in my head of MJF holding B-Dry in his new submission. B-Dry is covered in blood and he passes out, and that's a, like a last-minute point that gives MJF to win. I can see that. So... For that, and also because it's only been like 100 days. I don't know if or when we're ever going to get the title on B-Dry in the future, but I think MJF keeps it this time. I hate to say it. I don't think we do. I think, if anything, perhaps B-Dry will get like Ring of Honor Championship, Pure Championship. Uh, I want him to see, I want to see him one time AEW champ, just one time. Yeah. But I don't know when. Again, it's just bad timing. There's always somebody that's going to clash in momentum. Yeah, well, at least it's a young star. Yeah. And how long did we wait for MJF to win a world title? Since day one. Day one. (laughs) And the day he won it, we all fucking popped. And I don't think any of us are ready to let it go. No. I mean, it would have been sweeter if he had won it off off of Punk. But oh, shit, fuck it, shit by happens. a million percent. By a million percent, it would have been fucking the great... It had been one of the greatest wrestling stories told. Period. And it almost was. It almost was. Like, they literally set it up perfectly after Punk won the title a second time. But, again, shit happened. All you had to do is keep your goddamn mouth shut, you fucker. Hell.
Hey yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and we're about to take it to the max. Um, so before we continue, well, I mean, that's taken an hour. Before we go to a break, let's go back a little further in time with This Week in Wrestling History. On February 24th, 1997, the Outsiders became WCW Tag Team Champions for the third time, and for the second time, the titles were handed back to them by Eric Bischoff due to Lex Luger not being medically cleared when he and the Giant defeated them at Super Brawl. On February 24th, 2007, the Briscoe Brothers also won their third Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships as they defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel at the 5th year festival in Chicago. February 25th, 2001, WWE presented No Way Out where Triple H bizarrely defeated Stone Cold in a three stages of hell match. I've said this over the last couple of years that it made no sense for Triple H to win. Um, ending their year and a half long feud before Austin moved on to the main event at WrestleMania. So what was the point of Triple H winning? Uh, the Rock also defeated Kurt Angle to win his sixth WWE Championship and set up one of the most memorable WrestleMania build-ups for his showdown with Austin at WrestleMania X7. On February 27th, 2000, at No Way Out, Kurt Angle defeated Chris Jericho to win the Intercontinental Championship. Angle was already European Champion at the time and dubbed himself the Eurocontinental Champion. Following the controversial finish to the 2000 Royal Rumble, Big Show defeated The Rock to punch his ticket to WrestleMania, and Mick Foley was forced to retire as a full-time wrestler after losing his classic Hell in a Cell match to WWE Champion Triple H as Cactus Jack. February 27, 2014, NXT Arrival was the first live broadcast on the WWE Network, and the first of NXT's events which later became known as TakeOver. Cesaro defeated Sami Zayn in a 23-minute thriller, while Paige defended the Women's Championship against Emma in what many consider to be the true origins of the Women's Revolution, and Neville defeated Bo Dallas in a ladder match to become the fourth NXT Champion. This was, a, this was the first title change for any promotion on this day in 14 years, the last being Kurt Angle's IC title win at No Way Out. February 27th, 2020. Ugh, 2020. At Blood Money 5, Goldberg shockingly defeated The Fiend in three minutes to win the Universal Championship. I think we can all agree this was the beginning of the end of The Fiend gimmick and the downfall of Bray Wyatt. Just, what the fuck? Um, Bray, Bray's never really been the same since that squash, which again made no fucking sense. And finally, March 1st, 2021, on Raw, after The Miz managed to escape with the WWE Championship by getting counted out, Bobby Lashley received another shot in the main event, where he defeated Miz in a lumberjack match to finally become WWE Champion for the first time in his career. And that is all your history this week. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Max. All right, so you know what time it is. That's right. It's, it's time, time to have a little bit of fun. Let's see if y'all can get there before we do. 
If I do not get there in under two minutes, I'll be cutting a promo on whoever this mystery motherfucker be. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to cast rest. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestler. All right, two minutes on the clock. Let's kick things off. Oh my god. Hold on. One, two. It's like two full scrolls for the title history. That's awesome. Okay. Time starts now. This is a former one time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Not like territory or anything, like just like NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Gotcha. Um, for Crockett slash WCW, a two-time US Heavyweight Champion, three-time WCW Hardcore Champion, and winner of the 1975 US Championship Tournament in the NWA. 75 and he was a Hardcore Champion? Terry Funk! Oh, shit. There we Let's go. Let's go, bud. 30 seconds. Come on, baby. Terry <laughs> Funk. Not to mention, the second you said 75, the, the list went from time. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the quickest guest wrestler we've ever had, and that's a third straight week. You guys don't get a promo or a 60-second promo, and you're still waiting on Moses' first 60-second promo. Um, Man, I was going to branch off into the territories, so... Uh, How many belts did he win? How the fuck? Like, Terry Funk is the uh, man. Fuckload. Um, All Japan, there was like uh, oh, World's Strongest yeah. Tag Determination League. Um, Florida, there was NWA Florida. Um, heavyweight he Tag Team TV. loved in Japan. Do you hear me? Do you understand what I'm saying when I say this? He was fucking beloved in Japan. I think the motherfucker has a statue. Yeah. Him and him and fucking him and Dory, man. Whoo shit. But no, the second you honestly, the dead ass, the second you said hardcore, I was like, yep. There go Terry. That Terry motherfucker. This guy was Juggalo. He was the he was the Juggalo world champ. NWA Hall of Fame in 09. Ooh, brass knuckles champion. Ooh, that sounds fucking mean and nasty. I like that. Kids today, you have no idea. Yeah. About Terry Funk. I'm about to say, y'all thought fucking John Moxley bled all over the fucking place? <laughs> let, let me sum it up with Terry Funk was Mick Foley's hero. Mm-hmm. And Mick Foley's a hardcore legend. This is the fucking truth, baby. Man. He was, is, still his is, hero. Is, baby. Is. Fucking how old is Terry Funk now? He... 80? 78. Seven, I, I swear to God he was 80 years old. 78? I thought he was in his Fuck. 80s. Shit. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's a legend right there. 60s. He's super legend. What you mean? Super legend. Yeah, they tell you that you should quit trying. You are too small and you are too young. They tell you the chance is too slim. The world is too big. But you say, how come? I'm ready to light a new fire, raise a new flag across a new sea. And if I'm never the one in your way, then put your head down and run right through me. So, world championship matches coming up from Romania. I need someone who can beat Moses. 
Now, I don't know if you've checked the history books lately, but you've got a pretty good record against him. In fact, he's never beat you one-on-one. -on -one. But you beat him one-on-one. -on -one. And I believe it was for the World Championship. So... We need to stop MDO from getting gold back. Phoenix and I can take care of Cypher and Travis. You need to do this. Not just for Dragon Club, but for yourself to get back on top. Just do what you need to do. I'll make the announcement. And we'll make sure that the MDO does not succeed at Promomania. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. You got this? Alright. Go do your lawyer thing. I am competing for Max World Championship. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us, and head to the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Do it. That's right. Still to come this week. King of the week, best of the week, and shit marks say you fucking bastards. But first, Romania is upon us, and this event of epic proportions is just too big for one night. It comes your way March 28th and March 30th, and get a load of this lineup. After attacking the Phoenix at Podcast Promo Rumble 8, Ted P. Dinero is officially back in action as they go one-on-one -on -one in promo exhibition on night one. Yeah, if I can quote Adam Pierce, it is official. Oh. Uh, Teddy went live to accept Phoenix's challenge during the week, so that is happening. Night one also features the sixth annual Iron Bank Challenge. The winner can cash in at any time on any champion for up to a year, or can book themselves in the main event of next year's Promomania, just like DC did this year, uh, against an opponent of their choice. So far, it is Moses versus Travis versus last year's winner, Daniel Crimmins, hoping to go back-to-back. And, of course, there is one spot left. So listen up. Join in if you want to take that shot at the Iron Bank. Don't be scared. Get in the mix. But speaking of the mix, the oldest feud in Max Wrestling comes full circle as beer challenges Kenny Killer for the Knowledge Championship in full trivia mayhem. It'll be five rounds of various trivia challenges to finally settle the score. Ooh, cannot wait. Speaking of settling scores, they face each other on multiple occasions, but Robert Davis is coming out of retirement one more time to face the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, in promo exhibition. Getting it on promo game is on top. Now, for the first time ever, we are going to have tag team champions being crowned live on Max Wrestling after a year-long feud. This will also come to a head. The Cypher and the Walker, representing the modern-day outlaws, takes on the Phoenix of the Shape, representing the Dragon Club, who will make history walking away as tag team champions. And as you just saw during the break, a second challenger has stepped up to face Moses Marquez for the vacant world championship. It's El Jefe versus an old rival, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm. One-on-one, -on -one, one of them will be the next Max Rousing world champion. Speaking of main events, jumping ahead, <laughs> there we go. Book last year's Iron Bank winner, Daniel Crimmins, DC is taking on the team in S and he called it and he's doing it with the television championship. It's all on the line. Can DC survive the darkest creature in the realm? Ooh, like she needs another nickname. 
Mm-hmm. And don't forget the predictions championship will be on the line for WrestleMania 39 and the group MVP will be decided. Again, keep posting and commenting in the Max Wrestling Facebook group right now. Um, except for Alex, you can go fuck yourself. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash promomania8 for more information. Promomania8, motherfucker! Um, and breaking news, DC will be back with us next week because, just like last week, he has a huge announcement. Huge. God only knows what it'll be. He's already announced that he's gonna step back into the Iron Bank. He's I mean, he's, he's, he's like the king of, like, surprise big announcements. He's I mean, literally he, coming he, out of nowhere with surprises. It was just o- over a year ago, or just under a year ago. My maths is out this morning. Um, when he announced that he was going to cash in his Iron Bank with option C to face the Demon S. And now it's a TV title match. So, God only knows what DC is going to announce next week. Um, but for now, in other news, we've already covered AEW, of course, with Revolution predictions. So, quick look at WWE. Um, Becky Lynch and Lita became the women's tag team champions this week with a little help from Trish. Um, I mean, we called it because it was pretty much a foregone conclusion. Right. But again, it was stupid that they didn't use Trish the week before in Canada. You're in fucking Canada, bro. And she was there. They just changed their mind. How are you in Canada and you look at the Canadian and you're like, <laughs> nah. Now you can go home. Hey, hey, we got wings and cater. You want to go hang out back there with the Miz? No, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I, I would have loved to have like been a fly on the wall in any Canadian sports bar on Monday. And they're like, oh, dude, they were pissed. Trish. But they were fucking in Canada last week. Hey. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers. But anyway, um, this just throws a curveball into everything because it kind of squashes the rumor of Ronda and Shayna facing damage control at Mania for the titles. Um, Do Becky and Lita go into WrestleMania now as women's tag team champions? Is there going to be a rematch? Are we going to get a six-woman tag? I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's Becky and Lita. The whole rumor was is they wanted it to be Ronda, Shayna winning tag titles or whatever. Fuck it. This is a perfect team. It's a makeshift bullshit tag team that, that has some star appeal. You can absolutely have uh, Trish be ringside for Lita and Becky is just Becky. And if they lose, they lose. It doesn't. It, it's Ronda and Shayna, you know, they're MMA fighters, you know. That's, I mean, may, again, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. I think that that works perfectly. And you can just do your thing. Mm. Works too well, bub. Um, I mean, a, a six-woman tag makes the most sense, I guess, for, for WrestleMania. Um, and I suppose it's cool that Lita's gone on, come in and, you know, won a women's title. She's she's won a championship in three different decades now. Yeah. Which is cool. Nice, yeah. nice fact. Um, right, but I mean... Other than that, I don't really know what the hell we've talked about it in the last couple of weeks. What Becky's going to do at Mania if it's not this six-woman tag? Because we've already seen her with Bailey. We thought that feud was over, but they dragged the fucker out. So, I guess that's the way we're going. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, you know how it goes. They'll drag it out, drag it out, drag it out. But leave them as champs. Like I said, have your star power ringside, and Ronda and Shano beat them. They're champs. Smell you later. But um, 
one of the most unwelcome bookings for WrestleMania has certainly been Brock Lesnar versus Omos, which, you know, a huge debate has been on the internet the past week, whether or not it's just Triple H booking it or Vince really is booking it. People have been like, Vince can't book anything because he's going to get sued. Vince doesn't give a shit. Uh, He's getting sued anyway. Yep. But this is sued every day of his life. (laughs) This has been his fingerprints all over it and he he's very very angry but jd from new york and brought up a very good point um I, I don't know why he was so angry about it i mean it sucks but i don't know why he was so angry I, apparently that's his only volume i was gonna say that that's just, that's the way he talks <laughs> don't get don't get dude mad at my man jd that he's the man but no he's he's like us the second you get him going baby he don't chom down but he brought up a very good point when triple h took over creative you didn't see shit from Omos. And before Not that, Vince lit. was booking him all the time. He was on TV every week. He was teaming with AJ. He was doing this and that. Triple H took over. We saw nothing from Omos. And now all of a sudden, he's going to WrestleMania to face Brock. Um, going to, listen to that sentence. He's going to WrestleMania to... So that one is already... huh? <laughs> to face Brock Lesnar. Huh? Brock Lesnar is so, a big marquee opponent. On any day of the week. Never mind WrestleMania. And you can also throw in the whole Brock didn't want to work with Bray. That that's another story. The whole Bray shit. Um Flounder character. Apparently there's a, there's another rumor that Brock chose to face Omos. I don't know how true that I would be, but I can see Brock having a little bit my of sway. Fucking life. Are <laughs> you kidding me? You're ki- that are you kidding? Who dumbass would put a rumor that stupid out? That's fucking bullshit, and they fucking know it. Brock Lesnar wants to work with Omos. What? And Brock has to win this match, uh, right? Like, I is, would is fucking put hope Omos so. I, but what does this? What does I, this do? I don't this see is... anything coming out of this other than a WrestleMania highlight of, oh, Brock F5'd Omos. It doesn't That's mean anything it. anymore. He's F5 Mark Henry. He's F5 Rikishi. Big show. Brock F5 and a fucking Great White Shark doesn't mean shit anymore. Oh, it's just, I don't. We know Brock can suplex, uh, suplex and F5 a fucking building. Yeah, dude, we get it. You know, we, we, we get it. He's a monster among men. He is, as Pat McAfee says, and I will constantly quote him, he is the alpha male of our generation. I get it, but you've got nothing for me with this. Nothing, nothing. There's nothing. It's this is this isn't a raw. This isn't a uh, this isn't a throwaway pay per view. This is WrestleMania. This is the biggest show of the year. I don't give a shit if it's two nights, twelve nights, a month and a half. This is this is a throwaway match at best. This is a this Saudi Arabia was, match. Thank you. This is a Saudi Arabia match at best. This is Kofi getting destroyed in Japan kind of shit. This that's exactly what this is. That's and nice and the fact that you're you're putting it on fucking WrestleMania. There's people today that don't watch the product that can tell you about Brock Lesnar. But there are also people today that do watch the product that can't tell you jackass shit about Omos. Not a fucking thing. That's the problem. You got you. We couldn't have a better Brock and Bobby. Mm. We couldn't have got Brock and Gunther that we've been dying for for the IC title. You're telling me the original rumor. You're telling me IC Brock 
losing on Monday to who may, a, a possible Jay White or or uh, Matt Cardona even. Oh, could you imagine that shit? Could you imagine that? Whatever. But you know what I mean? To 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 build, to fucking build to this. And people say the old man isn't back, that this is just how Paul wants to book. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, I will not buy your snake oil. This does not smell like a Triple H booking at all, but it reeks of a Vince booking. There, that's perfect. That's perfect. I mean, honestly, Brock and Bray probably would have saved Bray Wyatt because that's on to the next topic that I haven't actually listed. Um, a lot of people are getting fed up of Bray Wyatt already. Myself included. I was going to say. Never dude, thought I'd can, say that. I, I, I had just said it right as you had brought up his name. Um, floundered character. They they took. This is a guy who had been. How long was he off television? How long did he go into hiding? Like a like, like a year plus? Two years? Uh, no, he was at last year at WrestleMania. That's where the fiend died. Okay. So. so okay. So like a little. Eight like months? Eight, nine eight, months? Eight, nine months. Okay. So he was off television for eight, nine months to the point where there was contemplation of him even going to AEW, Japan, TNA. Uh, the, the, the fucking names went on and on and on and on and on. He battled his mental demons. He came back. He was immediately beloved by the masses, and everybody wanted him to do really well. Hey, we're glad he's back, blah, 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 blah. Super supportive, the whole nine. Uh, we start to see this fucking um, goddamn <sighs> Uncle Howdy. I don't. And, and, and at first, at first, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad, you know what I mean? And, and it's like a slow build, and everything's okay, and everything's okay. But then we got Carney as fuck fast and it was exactly what the end of the era of worlds became and that's exactly what made him fall off the cliff it wasn't so we fell in love with it it was oh my god why is this so bad the the fucking people in the background as uncle howdy completely misses la night during that fucking pay-per-view or a live event was just so bad you know that made bray look bad you know the match that he had made him look bad it's this whole thing has made Bray look bad. And, yeah. you know, oh, well, it's a way for the Fiend to come back. It's a way. You can't make excuses. It's it's bad booking. They fucked this up. You, and I don't, now maybe I'm not the guy to book it. I can't, now, I've, I've never been a big fan of the Fiend. Um, I've always said that I think Bray needs a whole new style of wrestling. I think his style does not work for him. I've said that from the jump. I've said that back in his NXT days. And I think the only way you can learn anything different than the WWE style is by leaving the WWE. And since he didn't do that, it wasn't going to change, or at least much wasn't going to change. And now, again, we're in this standstill where he's just fucking there. He's just a guy. And he's just a guy at the point of they'll cut him tomorrow. Because there he's yeah, is he probably drawing a little bit of money? Sure, but that's about it. He's floundered. They can't fix him. And I don't know if we can fix him. And we're the people that matter. Oh, wait a minute. It was over a year ago. It was Mania thirty seven with because Randy was with uh Riddle last year. There you go. I was gonna say, I was like, Yeah, that was that was a while ago, but there you go. He's been gone for so damn long. 
is the whole point of this entire thing. He's been gone for so damn long that it's you're like, uh, so what's up? What are we going to do with you? And then this again, they do nothing or they do. No, let me not. Let me stop myself. Not nothing. They cartoon him out. And and I get yeah. the, and I get the character, but it's there are serious horror stories. You know, you don't have to make everything kid like horror story. I mean, the, the Firefly Funhouse, that's not broke. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. But everything else was as broken as can be. Uh, and, and of course, we had this massive debate in the Max group this past week um, over the booking of Bray. And he's beloved, man. You know, if, if if it is to be believed, he is very much in control of his creative and all of this is his booking. But are you really telling me that WWE can't just go, hold on a minute, Bray? This sucks. Yeah. We're not, we're not you doing can't that. Step in. Um, if this is all his uh, ideas, then honestly, I expected a lot better from him. But if yeah. if this is just like his ideas and either WWE aren't producing them right or just dragging it out and like, yeah, you're going to have to wait another week for that one or just go out and cut a promo this week, then they've dropped the ball of him again. Again, and that's the downside. That's honestly where I'm at. They tr- they have dropped the ball with Bray. And is there any picking up of that ball? Can somebody recover that fumble? <sighs> like I, don't I said, think I mean, so. could have done with Brock. That's a that's a big match. But I mean, he went from that huge return, which was fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. and had all the momentum in the world to an instant feud. With LA Knight. Which, a bad one at that. I mean, yeah. granted, it, it, it somewhat got LA Knight over. People are just, yeah, yeah, all the time now, but that's about it. But then we had the fucking neon light glow in the dark stupid match. See, that's, and that's where you killed me. Honestly, I could have got past the match. It wasn't too bad, but it was that spot at the end that fucked it all for me. It's so bad. <laughs> Uncle Howdy completely missing the so, spot. It's so bad. It was just, it's, it's one of those things where that's where you're going to remember more than the match. And then when that happens, it's just, it's all red flags. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, it feels like we're not getting anywhere. We're no, just, sir. we're running on a treadmill. We're not going anywhere. Yep. The carrots in front of us and it's not getting any closer. Um, as, as far as Sammy goes, I feel like he's already losing the momentum too, and not his fault just because they seem to be digging their heels in the ground and refusing to go with the fans and book him in the WrestleMania main event some way, somehow. Uh, we'll, we'll get, I think it's already happened actually. Maybe it was last night on a house show, but we'll, there was, there's a rematch booked in a house show between Roman and Sammy, and I just think, what the fuck is the point? Because Sammy's going to have to lose again in Canada again. Well, <clears throat> somebody was pointing it out. I think the idea was to to garner the uh, crowd reaction to see if really if that reaction is still that big um, for us to garner a reason to put him in the main event. Now, I don't think they were going to do it. I think there's nothing that they were going to do that's going to actually get him into the main event, which sucks, and it's bullshit. And I think you're a million when you said that he went from like the top of the the top of the key te- the tea kettle, if you will, the top of the food chain to he's like bread. 
near the middle. You know what I mean? Like he's carbs. It's just, he's kind of just hanging out and it's not our fault. It's the East fault. And again, if you're telling me this isn't another sign that the, that fucking Papa H isn't fully running shit, that the old man is there, then I'm going to call you a liar. Who's, who's in love with the idea of Sami Zayn being a number one guy, Papa H who wasn't, who says that he's not a guy, Vince, how do you go from being top of the world to there in a matter of a day? Because he was on top of the world on a pay-per-view, or two days, because it was a Saturday. On top of the world on a pay-per-view, and then Monday he was... How does that happen? That happens because the old man's back. That's how that happens. Because the old man is more than capable of sucking the power out of somebody because I don't think you deserve it. Because you don't fit my style. And we've known for years how stubborn Vince can be. There is nothing more stubborn than having two world championships and the solution being right there in front of you. Oh, we we don't want to steal Cody's momentum, but you've got two fucking titles. Just split you them for fuck's sake. It. It, the solution is so simple. Do you see how dumb this face looks? Like, you know, I don't want to kill his momentum. He doesn't give a shit about the universal title. He's fucking cut promos on the motherfucker. Says he doesn't care. He wants to win the WWE championship because that's the belt his dad never won. And unless you're going to full blown unify those motherfuckers under his name or something, this is like you could split them today. Today, baby. You could do it on Twitter. We have especially fucking split the belts. Okay. Whatever. But no. And I don't know if I used this quote last week. I've I've certainly used it on social media, and I love it, and it's so true. WWE is the only wrestling company in the world where having an organic, super strong babyface is consistently a problem for them because they refuse to run with it. Consistently. Bullshit. I mean, they were fine with it back in the day. Stone Cold's getting super over. Oh, shit, maybe we should push him. Hell, again, we go back to WrestleMania 30. This fucking B-plus player guy. Oh, shit, he's really fucking over. We should probably do something. Okay, let's capitalize on it. Let's book the whole fucking event around him. Exactly. The guy had to have two fucking matches to get in. Do that to Sammy. Do it to Sammy. Instead of putting him in a tag title match against the Usos, which is, I'm thinking, what's going to end up happening, which I've been saying and saying over and over again. Yeah. Make him face the Usos, or or, or Solo and 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 Jimmy, because I think Jimmy's the one that's against him, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, him you have him face like that. that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You, you have him do a two on one, you know, handicap match. If he wins the handicap match, I'll put you in the main event. Do that. You can even throw it on the pre-show. You can tell me people ain't gonna watch the pre-show to see that. Yeah, I mean, a couple of years ago, a year ago even, I would have been all for KO and Sammy. Winning the tag team titles after Usos mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. But right now, after everything we've been through the last couple of months, it just it's a consolation prize. Yeah. It's consolation prize for sure. And and again, the solution is right there under your nose. All you gotta do is split the belts. We don't need a world champion with two fucking belts. No. Like I said, either split them or unify the fuck out of them already. And make it one. Stop carrying around two. Make it one. Um, and finally, in WWE news, 
not even on TV, just more behind the scenes. Uh, Sonia Deville uh, was arrested, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, for having a firearm in her vehicle. Um, she, apparently, she, she has a permit, but just not in that state. So, obviously, they're going to fight the arrest. Honestly, I, I don't fucking it. blame her one bit. After what she's been through, I'm surprised she's not constantly carrying. I'm surprised she's not walking out on WWE TV with a fucking sidearm. Hey, fuck it. Yeah, we called him Glock Anderson. It's the 45 DeVille, baby. What's happening? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am. She's fucking respect up to here, Jack. I tell you the fuck what. God damn. Fuck yeah. Why are you going to take? Fuck that shit. Fight the shit out of that bitch. Go fund me or something. Come on now. This is ridiculous. I hate the police sometimes for stupid shit like this. I also understand, you know, it's a safety thing. It is a firearm, you know what I mean? They do do deadly, deadly shit. But she's yeah. permitted. She's yeah, got she's a not permit. In that state. It. Oh, fuck out. <laughs> Motherfucker, if I if I'm permitted in Florida, I should be cool everywhere. If I actually pause, let me stop myself. If I'm permitted in California, I should be permitted everywhere. Do you understand me? Our, our, we have the strictest gun laws in the fucking country. If I can have a goddamn carry permit here in the st- in California, I better be able to fucking walk into Walmart anywhere else and do it. Which is no, you you laugh, you, you Daz. I'm, I'm, no, no, I, yeah, no, homie. I, I a quick little story to sidetrack it. Um, I used to work for an inventory company that worked for Walmart's, and we would travel every now and again. I went to uh, I went to South Carolina, I went to Arizona, I went to Arkansas. Arizona is a open carry state. You just get your gimmick. Sign a piece of paper, and you can walk into a gas station with your pink fucking nine millimeter on your hip, no questions asked, like you the police. What? Tell me why I'm fucking um, on my fifteen minute break, hanging out, drinking my monsters, which is back in the day, and I see a guy walk into this Walmart with a a, 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 a shotgun on on one side, a hunting rifle on the other side, a, a fucking knife that you swear to God came out of fucking crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. This is a knife fucking things this goddamn big and fucking camoed the hell out i'm like brother man i get like i need ammunition and maybe you're not sure you know i don't know maybe you just, why you need to bring them guns in and that big ass mcknife like what in the hell i was just dumbfounded i looked at the, the arizona people i said is this normal they said wait till you go to the gas station i said huh <laughs> and sure enough i went to the gas station in the middle of like like 11 30 at night that night and sure enough to do Walked in with their holster. I'm like, oh, they got to be off-duty cops. Nope. They just walk, carry walk like to the counter. The plasma rifle with the 40-watt range. Hey, just what you see, pal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, you know what? Good for her. Get those charges dropped because that's bullshit. Bullshit. Um, all right. Let's move on to this week's Geek of the Week. <laughs> and it better be the police. Pencil-neck geek. Pretty freak. Scum sucking PF with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. All right, so it's again police every week, but we're not going to emphasize them. We are going to emphasize these two fucking nerds. First and foremost, we're going to start with uh, Logan Paul because Logan Paul put his foot in his mouth during a podcast where he said that Jinder Mahal drew more money in India than Kenny Omega has drawn in the States and in Japan, and pretty much overall combined. But the reality is, is what this guy doesn't, under, what he doesn't get is uh, Jinder made money 
for WWE, or let me stop myself. WWE was the only reason Jinder was in India. They had no plans to go to India until Jinder Mahal got kind of big. And then they decided to go. So keep that in mind. Uh, Kenny Omega was making millions, if not hundreds of, uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars in Japan, not only in J- from Japanese people, from the love of Bullet Club, but there was this thing, uh, it's called the international transaction or whatever the fuck you want to spin it as, where there was mass amounts of people, mass amounts of professional wrestling fans from the E to all the hardcores, deathmatch, whatever, who were tuning in to Bullet Club. On New Japan, who were buying Bullet Club merch from Japan, not giving a shit, to the point where them guys were so hot when they left that company. That company kind of went into like a weird shaking standstill for like an out for like a year because they didn't really know how to recover. You took like all, some of our biggest stars are gone now, so it, you know it was hard to garner. So watch your mouth, you're dumb as shit. Like well, we already knew that. In the words of Seth Rollins, "Bye bye, bitch." <laughs> But that was the best part. Second best part is is from his dumbass brother, um, fucking what's the other goddamn Paul's brother name? It's fucking Logan and Jake. Jake, the guy you you've been running from real boxers for as long as you've been in the game. You fought Ben Askren, who is an excellent wrestler. Estolo, that's it. Motherfucker can grapple. I could knock him out. You understand me? I could knock him out. You went against um, Josh Alexander, who looks like a motherfucking bad, bad badass, but the reality is, is he too is a grappler. He is not a fighter. He is not a boxer. You went up against a dude who is a boxer, who's a retired boxer in Tommy Fury, who beat your ass with gel in his hair, and it didn't move once. <laughs> he beat your ass, and you somehow lost only by split decision. Personally, I said it was a unit. It was a unanimous. I said it was ball game. Um, I felt Jake Paul won a couple rounds. Don't get me wrong. Jake Paul's mad fucking talented. He's mad talented as a boxer. I do. I think he needs to be a little bit better on his feet. And I think he needs to aim for his shots a lot better. He thinks just, you know, fucking raining them in is going to help. No, bro. Like you need to, you need to understand the game before you really, really get in there. But at the same time, I still give him some props. However, you see what happens when you go up against real boxers. You're not a real boxer. Keep to your MMA nerds. It is what it is. Don't go calling out another real boxer because you're going to get embarrassed again. So this week's Geek of the Week, the Geeks of the Week, the Paul Brothers. And dear right. God, I hope it's Seth Rollins that beats his ass. <laughs> um, and now for this week's Bessler of the Week. Oh, man. Um, uh, again, I came into this week not knowing who to give it to, but uh, I have one reason and one reason only for giving it to this person this week, and it's for slapping Matt Hardy around. So this Fuck week's yeah. best throw of the week is Hook. Slap him around, baby. Um, nothing else really up. stood out. That really sad. Yeah. All right, so a very quick best of the week this week. And we go on to stupid shit people have been saying online, not including the, the Paul brothers. This is shit marks say. Assholes. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. 
shit Hawks City. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Um, who on TikTok has not been Usi this week? So the the not so uh, Usi part of TikTok has again has slowly dissipated. We have gone to uh, neutral territory, but there are a couple of random trolls. So the the, the, tro- the internet troll thing will never go away. Um, so there was one that uh, that stood out to me was uh, oh, what match was it? Um, God, I can't re- I can't remember right now. It was um, oh oh no 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 it wasn't a match. It was people making fun of Jordan Grace. How she, um, so now, okay, with that being said, with that being said, um, full disclosure, Teddy P and I, uh, you know, MDO, because how we roll, but part of the DSK, we, uh, it got brought up because one of the guy, one of the guys, I think Fletch had brought it up on on TikTok. Somebody was talking shit about how do you go from looking like this to looking like this? That's fucking gross. And I'm just like, I mean, it's not for everybody. Now, granted, again, leading into that, Teddy, Teddy P and I, had agreed that we're so proud of her for what she's doing, but uh, it's 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 no longer in our realm of of enjoyment. If you if, in that sense, and it's mm-hmm. again, it's not a harp. It's not a harp. I'm not bagging on her. I'm super proud of her. I'm still a fan of her. I will still cheer for her the whole nine yards. I just you know that uh, that sex appeal for me went away, and that's okay. That's okay because that's not that's not their only job. Let's and that's why I'm like fucking doing this right now because that's not what it's all about. But to those fucking people out there that think it is, stop it. You know, and then here's the other fun fact. She's trying to be, um, she's trying to get her pro card, her pro uh, bodybuilder card. And they require a lot for that, you know. Now, for those who who don't remember, Dana Brooke had a pro card. And Dana Brooke used to not look as good when she had a pro card. Now she lost the pro card. How you doing? You know what I mean? So I'm just saying... Goddamn people on TikTok, if, if she wants to get buff as shit, leave her alone and let her get buff and riffed as shit. Otherwise, she's going to tear you in half and her man's going to stretch whatever left of you. Knock it off. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm not crazy about the super shredded look. I mean, I don't even like it on dudes. Like when Pac got super shredded, I thought, damn, your skin yeah, looks tight as top. fuck. <laughs> but I mean, props to the, the fucking hard work that goes into it. Seriously. It's, um, it's exactly. It's it's a life choice, and it's not our life to be making them choices. So let's shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. On to Twitter. We have first up R one, R two, up down, free PO. And if you saw the real Twitter handle, you'd get it. <laughs> he says. He says you need to put WrestleMania on your list if you're a pro wrestler. Without a Mania match or moment, your career will never be complete. Even the undisputed era, they need to go back and have that. Yeah, I mean, as mm. as we were saying earlier, I think Sting's WrestleMania moment proved that it's not always the pinnacle of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about Dusty, Dusty Rhodes? He had one WrestleMania match, and I had to Google it. Mm-hmm. It was it was a mixed tag with Sapphire against Savage and Sensational Jerry. Yep, I was gonna say a mixed tag. Was, like, anybody remember it? Nah, not really. But everybody knows Dusty Rhodes. You don't need a WrestleMania match to go down in history. You do not need a WrestleMania match to go down in history. You want to know of another guy that that uh, that was in the E that didn't have an excellent WrestleMania match and went down in history? Lex Luger. Mm-hmm. Big Van Vader. 
Yeah. There's a lot of guys, dude. I could go down a gigantic motherfucking list of people that didn't get a quote-unquote WrestleMania moment that went on to, to be excellent. Yeah, so, I only look, remember... Look, look at AJ Luger. Styles right now. Has AJ Styles had a true had a true WrestleMania moment yet? I mean... You really want to consider him and Shinsuke a WrestleMania moment? Uh, That's more Shinsuke's than his. I would say his biggest honor at WrestleMania is being Undertaker's last opponent. Okay, that's that's the only one I'll but, give you. But even that wasn't really a match, and it wasn't live. It wasn't in the arena. It was a cinematic match it's... with no fans, mm-hmm. and it was pre-taped. Um, but yeah, think. talking about Luger, I only really remember WrestleMania for him being Yoko's first opponent that night when he defended against Brett, and Brett won it later on because Luger was that's... like second best. Hey, yo! I'm assuming he's talking about Kenny or something here. Like he has Kenny, to be Kenny about does Kenny. not need WrestleMania on his resume. That's again, that's the thing. I don't understand why everybody thinks you have to go to the E to make a great career. You want to know who has a, a fantastic career who's never stepped foot in the WWE? Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, Katsushori uh, Shibata. You know, fucking uh, Masahiro Chono. There's a lot of guys that had fucking amazing careers that didn't step one fucking foot in the E, and they don't have to. You're just in your idea of professional wrestling or sports entertainment or wrestling or however you want to spin it with whatever words you decide you want to use is strictly to you is the E is the end all be all. You have to be here. Yeah, that's not it, though. That's not. I mean, I I get it, and I will completely agree with the fact that WrestleMania is like the biggest wrestling show on earth it's promoted to fuck everybody knows about wrestlemania everybody that has to watch wrestlemania it's the biggest show at the fucking weekend but at this point it's just a huge payday it's not a milestone anymore exactly it's it going to the e is not about having a wrestlemania moment it's not about becoming wwe champion as much as it is it's about getting paid it's about finally garnering that opportunity that's been um evading you for so long that now it's my opportunity to go but i'm going because i want bread i want to get yeah. super paid and probably retire and there you go yeah like you, you gotta have a wrestlemania match to mean something fucking snooki has a wrestlemania match thank you shut, Dude, shut the fuck a, up there's a goddamn ref's kid that has a wrestlemania match <laughs> fuck you talking about homie like <laughs> come on dude oh man right in the fucking bin. get in the dumpster get in the bin uh next up we have randy stand by me because his profile picture is River Phoenix with, with <laughs> a cigarette from Stand By Me. Um, so, fucking hell. So, obviously, Vicky Guerrero is set to finish with AEW. Her contract expires in July. Randy says, Tony is losing money. That's what happens when you continue to make excuses. Hold on, what? Yeah, um, I don't think Vicky is a massive draw, so. I don't. For, okay, Vicky, Vicky got a little bit of uh, uh, love when she first showed up. Uh, I think she was, was she even helping um, Naya then? Or she had just no, showed up? Um, she showed up with Andrade. Thank you. She showed up with Andrade. And then she ended up working with Naya. I love Vicky, girl. I do. I, she's, she's a fucking legend in this business, whether you like it or not. And it's more than just for what her husband did. It's, it's more, and, it's in, and it definitely has to do with her role in the E. Now, with all that being said, in what way is, is she money? For her, for TK to be losing a fucking red cent, you know, 
the the reality is, is is yes her contract is going to expire and if she decides she wants to stay in wrestling she can go work with her fucking son in the e and i bet you that would work great i bet you it would work great you know what i mean and, and at the same time are you really going to get upset about them and his mom working with his her son or son working with a mom like come on and in all reality to, to continue on to the point of tk losing money how many fucking shirts does vicky guerrero have you know, how many times have we seen her on goddamn television in the last month, two months, three months, four months, five months? Mm. You don't. You see her on Rampage. You see her uh, in commercials. OK, it's it's not a big deal. You know, yes, the they, uh, AEW does love having um, good managers. Vicky Guerrero wasn't exactly the greatest one. He's not a B.A.J. He's not a Alexander for, or uh, Alejandro or whatever homeboy from uh uh, uh, death triangle, you know what I mean? He's not, he's not a Brandon Cutler. He's, or she's not a Brandon Cutler, I should say. So it's, 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 she is a different breed, which is fine. So it's, it's okay that she's gone. It's not a loss of money, as you want to bitch about. It's, it's a, thanks for coming by. So shut the fuck up. God damn. What? It's like everybody who was a former E person, you've officially lost money, TK. What happens when fucking Parker Bordeaux loses? Oh, you can really drop the ball on that one. The same way the fucking NXT and, and WWE did? Like, what is going to... Like, the, the double-edged sword of some of you internet motherfuckers is real. You guys are willingly... You guys are like... it's What's the old saying, dude? It's like, uh, you, got a, you, got a home, you got a gay guy on your back. Do you want to beat him off or, or leave him on? Like, that's where you guys right. are at right now, dude. It's like, we're, we're, you know... You got a fucking knife in your back and your dick in your butt. You're going to pull it out or you're going to step back? You tell me. Also, you say she can go work with her son. I think her turning up and working with her son. Her and Dominic would be gold. Oh, yeah. A bazillion percent. A bazillion percent. Wait, you call her mommy? Excuse me? First off, as a, as, as a, as a Hispanic man, if you, have a, if you have Dom out there with his ma which is the most Hispanic thing ever. First off, that's going to garner attention. Uh, secondly, that's going to, like, can you, you, can you imagine, like, the reactions from, like, Rhea and, like, and, like, Finn when, like, she gets mad? Oh, Dom's going to get it this time. I can already hear Finn, like, chuckling at the idea. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and it's, it's, great. it's good stuff, man. The heat from Ray, too, like, yes, you're already ripping off Eddie. Now you're going to call her mommy. Right, and... and <laughs> Oh man! See, this thing writes itself. This fucking guy's like you're losing money. Oh, shut the fuck up! You wouldn't know lost money if you fucking lost it for real, you idiot. Yeah. Oh, uh, all the respect for Vicky, but this isn't a huge loss for TK. No. It's again. Again, it's a thanks for coming out. Yeah. It's a it's a mutual parting, it's, bro. It's like William Regal. You've done some good things. You're yes, beloved. Dude. Now go do something over there. It's fine. Yeah, we appreciate you for your time. See you later. What an idiot. Fuck. But uh, they are marks, and that's the shit they say. You guys fucking kill me every week. <laughs> um, so no 60-second promo this week. You go without for another week. Um, maybe we'll get one next week. We'll see. But uh, until then, thank you for spending your Thursday with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. 
right. So uh, lots of fun stuff coming. The retros are still waiting to be dropped. The fun reality is your boys actually got a, a test to do today, so that means I get to hang out from work. So should stuff should drop. Um, again, we are up to episode 64. We're all the way uh, up until I think we've got two pay-per-views in the bank. We're going to be about to hit Raw and Nitros. So trust me, there's stuff to come. So don't trip. When it hits, it's going to hit hard. But the TK, the TSK is going to come out with something different as we do here each and every week or not each and every week, each before each and every pay-per-view on Max Wrestling, we do predictions. Well, the TSK decides it's time to jump into the prediction game. Now, is it going to be for the predictions championship? I have no idea, but it is going to be for some kind of different bragging rights. So the TSK is going to, we're going to uh, film our own, re- or no, we're going to do a prediction show and we're going to do a possible live reaction. So maybe the, maybe Daz or some members of the Max will come hang out with us. We'll figure that whole part of it out. But the fun stipulation that we're doing with the TSK is the loser, the person with the least amount of points gets to take on, or it has to do our new dub challenge, which is called Sing the Praises. So Sing the Praises is, is you have the least amount of points you either get uh, you either have to sing the praises of a wrestler or person in wrestling that you absolutely loathe or 30 seconds of karaoke picked by the winner <laughs> of that week's predictions <laughs> i'm fucking daz is loving this already and yes bro the 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 wrestling themes are for real i mean i could uh, the dc was he's already predicted to win this whole thing he's like when i win this is what you're gonna sing this he's got it picked out for us so if heaven forbid i get the least amount wrong or the least amount right and dc gets the most around you're gonna hear your boy singing steinerized the steiner brothers theme oh dc's already plotting his his match for next year's promo mania intending to win iron bank again I mean, he's DC's. He's taken the world by storm, baby, and I love it. He is. He's the king of huge, unexpected announcement, and uh, huge. Of course, the creator of Iron Bank Option C. Telling me so. All right, what? So again, hit y'all. Make sure to hit up the retro. Lots of stuff coming. Keep it down here. Make sure you're subscribing because we're on our goal to 500. But. The better way you can all do that is by checking out the socials, and you can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain Five One Two, and at SMR Podnet. And of course, please check out the beautifully done website, MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that sub subscribe button or follow button. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. Again, five hundred is the goal, and we can only get there with your help. Yeah. And do not forget about KTN Click Talk Network relaunches the weekend of Promo Mania. Promo Mania 8 Night 1 will be the first brand new special event on, on the network as it launches. Come on with it. And with that said, join us next week for Revolution Aftermath. DC has a huge announcement. Huge. And whatever chicanery gets booked for WrestleMania. Come on. You've been watching The Gap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. I got a big announcement next week too. Chad, get your listening ears ready. Oh shit! Okay, two huge announcements next week. Toys. Ooh.